Alright, ladies and germs, I'm back in. Uh, to continue on about what I was talking about, about getting things prepped up for like an apocalypse um, and different ways that you can do it. Um, another thing is your physical fitness needs to be on on point, okay? You need you need to be physically fit. Um, you know, if especially if you're going out and doing runs, you know, collecting materials or collecting supplies, because eventually, this, like I said, the stores are going to run out. <clears throat> so you're going to have to go through uh, houses that have been abandoned to see what they have. Uh, definitely during the winter months, uh, you want to have something that's going to be able to keep your your people warm. You know, blankets, covers. Um, clothes, jackets, winter supplies, um, having a wood burner, you know, that is a damn good thing to have. We have one here in our garage. Uh, we have a wood burner to heat it up and I'm sure that you can implement that into your house or your compound to keep everybody warm. And, you know, and that's the thing, there's wood all over the place so but you got to watch what you burn inside wood burners you can't burn certain things like pine you definitely don't want to burn pine because of the sap in it um i'm not sure the health risks that come with burning pine but it, it makes it a thousand times more easier to have a house fire with that so you just want to burn like regular wood like go outside chop down a couple couple trees bit it up and have a stockpile of wood for the winter months because that's what I do uh, me and my father we do that we go out here in the woods and a couple years back the Amish came through and decimated our woods back here and they left giant slabs I want to say they're they're round. You know, they're about the same size of a fucking house. And it's just wood that they left. It's banded up, but they left it there. So that's what me and my father use. We go back there, we get those, we go to those piles of wood and we just take from there so that we don't have to cut trees down. We are, we're using the shit that's already there. Because the amount of wood that is banded up back here probably lasts you maybe about, I don't know. Depending on how much wood you burn, um, you're probably looking at maybe, uh, I'm going to say maybe four or five years worth of wood, depending on how much wood you burn. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, when it comes to, you know, getting your shit together inside of a an apocalyptic type situation, you definitely want to be, you know, well informed and well prepared on skill level with material and everything. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't have any of those, anything that I talked about on that last episode. The only things I really have are a few medical supplies. Um... My bow, my firearms, of course. I don't have, you know, fencing. 
I don't have any of that stuff. But if I needed it, I know where to go for it. You hear what I'm saying? So that that is the key right there is knowing where to get this stuff from. And that, that falls right into the category of route planning because you're going to want to plan a route to get there. And then you got to think about, you know, the weight of the load and how much you're bringing back. Now, when you're going out and collecting material during an apocalypse such as a zombie apocalypse, you're going to want somebody with you at least one to two people with you just you know while you're doing something they can watch your back you know they can watch the perimeter if something starts going wrong they're there to help now if you don't have somebody like that that's where you know you really got to be stealthy about it so that you don't make no noise and a tr and draw anything into you you want to be like a ghost, essentially. You want to be a ghost in the night. You know? And you want to make it to where by the time anybody notices anything, you're already long gone. And you want to make it to where they don't know that you were there. So, like, you know, God forbid you had to go steal from another camp. You know, they were gone or they were sleeping. You got in and you robbed them blind of their materials. Now, you're the only camp within, you know, a couple miles. So, they're going to come to you. They're going to question you about it. Now, unfortunately, you have to lie. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. You're going to have to lie. But, you know, that's just the worst case scenario because, like I said... In that type of situation, there's going to be shit every fucking where. Because, like I said, half the population is going to be dead anyways. So, you're going to need to survive. And you're going to have to do things that you wouldn't normally do. And you got to be willing to do it. A lot of people, you know, they, they talk and they're like, oh yeah, I'd... I'd do that in a heartbeat, and, you know, it's all about survival and shit. Yeah, I get that, but can you break through that mental wall? Because everybody has a mental wall that once you reach a certain point on doing stuff, you hit this wall, and that stops you. You know, it's like a mental, it's all mental, but if you can break through that wall, you will be able to do anything that you need to do to keep your ass and your people alive, no matter what it is, no matter what. Now, um, now I know I'm jumping off topic, you know, about getting materials, but you can't really talk too much about getting materials um, because there's other aspects that not only... You know, you can consider it prepping also. Um, I mean, not necessarily, but you can prep for it and get ready for it. Is, 
you know, establishing a COC, which is a chain of command. Because you're going to need somebody who's going to be willing to take take charge and who's going to be willing to, you know, do the things that other people wouldn't be able to do. Like, if that type of situation happened and I fortified this place how I wanted to, me and my dad would be at the top of the COC, okay? My dad ahead of me, me next, and so on and so forth. That's if we stayed here, okay? Now, on that note, I probably would stay here during a zombie apocalypse just for a short period of time until I found something better. And then I would figure out how am I going to get my people and my stuff that I need to survive. How do I get that to my new location? But before you do anything, before you start moving shit and moving people, you have to make sure that that your new location is going to be secured and it's going to be safe. So you want to go in, you want to do a sweep and clear, make sure everything is searched and i mean absolutely everything if you think you missed this corner over here and you can still see that corner go check it anyways go over there stand in that corner make sure nothing's there okay i mean you have to check every nick and cranny to make sure that there's no flaws in it to make sure that there's of course nothing in there that's going to cause harm you know and then you want to set up your defenses there you know bring couple people over at a time that are going to, you know, the physically capable ones that are going to help be able to help you set up your perimeter and set up your defenses and then bring everybody over, you know, and all your stuff. You know, it might take a couple trips. It might take a couple days to do. But in the end, you're ensuring your safety along with the other safety of your people. Um. Uh, but like I said, guys, there's so many factors that come into play when it comes to prepping because there's so many things that you can prep for. You know, um, like me, I studied extensively. Well, you can't really study it, but I've thought extensively on zombie apocalypse. I focused on that a lot because a lot of the stuff that I would do in a zombie apocalypse is a lot is the same stuff that I would do in any other apocalyptic type scenario. Okay. Um, another thing is that you guys wanna would want to grab our like gas masks. Um, you know, of course, you know, in that type of situation, you know, the military and government officials are gonna be overrun extremely fast and they're not going to be able to stop it okay so they already have their own safety protocols in in play in this and a third um but what you would really need to do is figure out you know okay where am i going to get a gas mask figure out where you're going to get a gas mask and I'm not talking about those pussy-ass fucking white masks that you buy at Dollar General that's only good for stopping dust particles. Okay? Those are shit. Those don't help. Okay? They stop dust. 
That is it. They don't stop any airborne pathogens. They don't do none of that shit. Okay? That is for, like, when you're inside of an enclosed place and you're hanging drywall and you're cutting drywall with a sander or you're doing other shit. Those are what those are for. That is it. Okay? They're not any form of medical type. They're not medically... They're not high-grade masks. Okay? So those will not help you in... Uh, a gas type situation. Um, I know this one would be hard, but not necessarily hard. Um, get like fire alarms or something, you know, like smoke alarms or carbon monoxide alarms. Get those. Use those too. Because uh, those run on batteries. So you can... Grab those and hang them up somewhere. So that, that's just in case, you know, if there's a fire, you can be alerted to it right away. I know I said, you know, you want to make as much, you don't want to make as much noise. But in that type of situation, at least have one so that one of each. I'm pretty sure fire alarms do, well, smoke detectors I'm pretty sure they have the carbon monoxide uh, detector built into it. I'm not sure. I haven't. I haven't done really any research on smoke detectors because I've never. I've never thought about using one inside of an, a zombie apocalypse in that nature because it makes so much noise. But I mean, if if you want to use one just in case, that's fine. Because you know. Um, but con being able to control people, not necessarily control them, you know, I know that's a wrong terminology, but being able to manage people so that everybody knows what they're doing, everybody stays in their place, and everybody has something that they can do. You see... And that's just that. You gotta have... You gotta have a, a structure. You gotta have... You gotta have your own form of government inside your camp. You gotta have, you gotta have somebody who's willing to take control and do what needs to be done. Whether it be, you know, getting materials, getting food, scouting, um, discipline. You gotta... That's a, that's another big thing. You have to you have to be able to discipline your people. You know, if they fuck up, you got to let them know. Like, listen, you fucked up, and this is what could have happened. You know, now you can't you can't just go and be like, all right, well, you fucked up, so I'm taking away your food rations. You're gonna you can't do that. You know, but you got to let them know. Like, listen, you fucked up. This is what could have happened. Because of this fuck up. So now you have to establish some form of disciplinary. So that people know. You know you, you can't do this. You know you don't want to beat them up. Or you don't want to harm them in any way. So I would just sit down. Talk to them. You know first couple times. If they made a mistake. Okay. But if they purpose, are purposely doing it. And it's a continuous thing. That's when you got to. That's when. 
you got to sit back with your guys. You got to be like, all right, listen, guys, look, so-and-so fucked up the first couple times. We let it slide. We talked with him. It keeps happening. He's not doing his job. He's not paying attention. He's jeopardizing everything. What's our next move? Do we keep him here or do we kick him out? Now, the thing is, is that, yeah, he might change and you'd be able to keep him there and he might get his shit together. But also, if you kick him out, he goes to another camp. Now he knows the inside and out of your camp. That's that's the problem that I always think about is if this person leaves and don't come back and they find another camp, they're going to tell that camp everything about mine. But uh, the regards going back to the maps, um, I like to have maps. I used to I used to draw out my little area, you know, within like a couple blocks you know, so I would have my street, okay, and I know on my street that there's my neighbor's house, my house, then I have the trail that goes beside my house, the gas main trail, and then I have another trail, okay, and then going up the road further... I have storage compartments, I have a road, caddy corner from mine, there's a bar across the street, there's another house, caddy corner from my neighbors, okay, there's a street beside the bar, um, and then going going down the road and shit, you know, there's other things, but I would cut down trees and stack them high enough to block off the route, um, the gas well line, and that other trail, I would block that off so that nobody could get in, they can come down the trail, but they can't get into the trail. Okay, and they could, but only to maybe 20, 30 feet into the trail. Then what I would do is I'd block off the two side streets. Okay, and I'd block off, I'd, I'd seal off the bar, I'd seal off the other house. Okay. Now I have a car lot, catty corner from my house. I could take those cars. That's no big deal. Now I'd seal that off. I'd seal that off completely. So now you have three structures across the street from me that I'm not going to use at all. So I'm just going to use them as barriers. Now I have a one-way street, okay? It's a two-lane street. Now I can see anything coming down the road and coming up the road. See what I'm saying? That's the type of prepping that I do. I draw. I, I either use a map or I draw it out by memory, and then I figure out different ways, different things that I can do. 
Okay, now, like I said, I have wood. I have woods all behind my house. All behind my house. There's nothing but woods. That presents its own difficulty right there. Okay. Now you could the wood line butts up right to the back of my yard. Okay, right to the back of my yard and my neighbor's yard. So it'd be hard to fortify everything here, but it's not impossible. It'd be able to get done. I don't ever keep the drawings I have because, like I said, I have them all up here in my head. So I don't need to have anything written down on paper because I remember it all. Because, like I said, I've done this for years. This is what I do. So everything that I have implemented that I've had written down on paper first has all been destroyed. And it's all up here in my head. Okay. Now, of course, everybody has their own ideas on how to do things and how to build this or how to fortify this. That's fine. Excellent. Because maybe listen to it because maybe that person thought of something that you didn't. Okay. They thought of something that was way outside the box. That Now, don't get me wrong. You're already thinking outside the box here. But maybe they thought further outside the box and it's actually a good idea but with those ideas you have to think of the consequences the downfalls what happens if it fails you know we need a fail safe we need a backup plan you always want to have backup plan backup plan after backup plan after backup plan that's how i do things i i like to have four or five backup plans just in case just in case, because you never, you never know, you never fucking know what's gonna happen. So having four or five backup plans, yeah, that's a little excessive, but necessary in my book. Um, you know, and, and that's the irony of the thing is that you know I tell people I prep for certain things and I do certain things. They're like, "Oh, you're crazy. That shit'll never happen. You're completely insane." and yeah, you can call me insane, but I'd rather be insane and prepared than smart and not prepared. Because in normal people's eyes, I'm insane. But in people who actually have their their minds are open and their minds are free and they can actually think for themselves, I'm the most sane person on the planet. Because I think of everything i think of everything that could go wrong and how to fix it that's just what i fucking do okay that is just what i fucking do and i love doing it it is um you, you but you got to know self defense you know hand to hand combat uh ground you got to know some submissions on the ground or something just in case you get into a tussle with somebody and you got to know how to defend yourself because what happens if they knock your weapons away and you can't reach your weapons or you set your gun down or something and you know you turn around and there's a dude standing behind your back and you don't you don't have enough time to grab your gun what are you going to do you're going to have to fight you're going to have to fight so you have to know how to fight now don't get me wrong there's always going to be somebody out there who's going to be able to whoop that ass 
But if you practice hard enough, that won't happen. Okay? Because, like I tell people, there's always, no matter what situation you get into, there's always a way out. You just have to find it. It's that simple. There's always a way out. You just got to find it. It's going to be hard to find it. But it's there. It's fucking there. Um, but I'm going to end this one. I'm going to make this one short. I'm probably going to get back on here soon. Uh, probably later on tonight. Because uh, I'm going to build these shelves for my bedroom. So that I have some shelves that I can put shit on. Uh, but like I said, I'll be back on. Give you guys a little bit more content. You know, because like I said, I love doing this shit. I love get bringing you guys content. I love l- the fact that you guys are actually listening to my stuff. I know I don't have that many established listeners. But it is what it is. I still like it. But like I said, I hope everybody's uh, families are doing good. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope your healths are good. Um, I know times are tough. Especially right now. Just know that we are all Americans. We will come out on top. Of everything. That could ever come down. The, on That could ever happen on this soil. Over here. On the, the inside the amazing country that we live in. The US of A. The most best country on the fucking planet. We will come out on top. We do every time. America will survive. God bless America, everybody. Please stay safe. If you guys listen to this and you guys actually feel that this helped you out in some way, let me know. Please send me a video, um, a voice message. Let me know that this opened your eyes and opened your mind a little bit to more ideas on how to protect yourself and your family and and how to you know establish defense perimeters and you know barricades and how to do certain things i'll get more into this later on down the road you know as the ideas come out uh because i'll bring out more different scenarios and We'll just go from there. We'll just keep keep this content coming, and we'll just make everything work for us. And we will, we will prosper, and everything will hopefully soon goes back to normal, so that we can resume our daily lives like we were last year and the year before that. Um, but I hope everybody's doing good out there, and I I feel bad for the people who. Who have uh, suffered loss because of everything that's going on right now. I I truly feel bad for you. My condolences for your loss. Um, I hope everybody else is practicing safe stuff. Um, But yeah guys. I will talk to you guys later. Like I said I'll be back on later on tonight with some more stuff. But. Everybody have a good fucking night. God bless America.